brothers and sisters. Elizabeth Marie with Latter Rain 333. I come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus, sharing with you the things that the Lord has been showing me. A few days ago, a video showed up on my feed, and it wasn't even from YouTube. I don't know, it just popped up. This happens. The Lord seems to bring these things to me when he wants me to watch something. And it was a video about a revival that happened in the island of Lewis back in 1949 through 1952. It is a story with multiple layers of significance because it talks about these churches on this island that were basically dead and lukewarm. And these two very old women had such a burden for the church that they started crying out to the Lord till like 3 o'clock in the morning, I don't remember for how long, asking for revival. And the Lord brought revival in such a powerful way. Now, another layer of this story is it also involves the President of the United States because his mother was part of this great revival. I will have the link down below for those of you who have not watched this powerful, powerful story. Now, while I was watching it, the Holy Spirit fell upon me in such a heavy way. I mean, really, really heavy. It was very powerful. And I listened to it a couple of times, and I knew that it was a confirmation of what the Lord has continued to be showing me about his church here in the United States that has lost their first love for him. And they are now walking in the flesh and not in the spirit. I believe right now that we're seeing parts of the Lord's church gasping for its last breath of life. And we need, brothers and sisters, to know that I believe that these judgments that are coming are part of the shaking of the church. Okay, so in the first week of April, while praying, I saw the Lord sitting on the white stone. And many of you who have been listening to me for a while now know that once in a while, um, when I get a message from the Lord, I first see him sitting on the white stone. And I did receive a message from him. And I thought it was over but I looked again and I saw him sitting on the white stone and I saw something that was kind of unexpected and odd. It was strange. Because the second time I looked at it, looked at him sitting on the stone, I saw a bunch of brown, shriveled up, dead leaves. Kind of like in the fall, you know, when you're going to rake your leaves and they're all dead. They were all around the Lord's feet and around the base of the stone. And I then heard the Lord, I heard, he, he said something about it, and this is what I heard. I heard this. It was very sobering. I heard, the dead leaves represent the people who were once alive in me, 
but shriveled up and died. They are no good to my kingdom, but to be put under my feet to be trampled upon. They were alive, but now are dead. They have fallen far from the branch of life and have not remained. I weep at their destruction, for they once were a part of me. And that was the sobering message that I received from the Lord, the state of some of the church that has now backslidden to the point of rejecting Christ. And then on the 16th of April, brothers and sisters, I received another message. This is what I heard. Are my people repenting yet? Is there a cry being lifted up to the heavens and the Almighty God for help? Or are most just continuing to be self-reliant and dependent on man? Because of the weak response, I will continue to let the judgments fall. Where there is no repentance, the people will perish. The heat will be turned up so people will fall on their knees and acknowledge the Almighty as Creator. For now, their stiff-necked ways and stubbornness still remains. For those who are faithful, hold on to me, and I will navigate you through these fiery tribulations. And that was the end of that powerful message, brothers and sisters. And oh, how it grieves my heart. It just grieves my heart to know that people have fallen away from the Lord. And it grieves my heart to know that his people are being deceived as well. All right, I have another word. I have two more words, actually, to share with you. On the 17th of April, while sleeping, the Lord woke me up and I heard this. I heard rolling judgments. Rolling judgments. And I believe what the Lord was pointing to is just like we have rolling power outages, because that's what came to my mind, was rolling power outages. So shall these judgments be. They will hit different areas at different times. And they will be rolling in. Like never before in our lifetimes has there ever been such a need and an opportunity for the faithful people of God to rise up now and to pray for a great revival. And I believe that's why the Holy Spirit fell upon me in such a powerful way when I watched that video is because what the Lord did then, He can do again now. But it is going to happen when His people who are so burdened for the lost, for the lukewarm and backslidden, that they pray day and night, just like those two little old ladies had such a burden that they were intercessors for the people. And that's what the Lord is calling for right now. If the Lord has given you Brother or sister, if the Lord has given you this burden to see this last day revival come, then please join me now praying every morning and every night before you go to bed for this revival to come. Cry out to him from your heart through repentance and let us seek his power, his spirit, and his presence to fall on people 
so that we will see great repentance come. Like what happened with that revival, the Spirit fell on the people and they were absolutely crushed with repentance. They saw their sin and they were able to repent. And that's what we need to ask the Holy Spirit to be pouring out this conviction on people. You know, it says in the last days, in Joel 2, 28 through 29, there is a promise. And here's that promise. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. That's our prayer brothers and sisters. That's our prayer. Let's pray for this every day. Okay, I have another word that I received on April 20th of 2020, and I heard this. I heard shaking, awakening, repenting. And I believe that is the order that the Lord is showing me right now. He is going to shake his people. He's going to shake, and we're seeing the shaking happen now. He's going to be shaking his church. And when he shakes his church, there's going to be an awakening to his spirit. And after that, the people will repent. They will fall down on their knees and repent. And they will get right with God. And his spirit will fill them. And they will be able to serve him. As we see this shakening happening now all around us, pray not only for mercy and repentance, but pray for the greatest awakening ever and that it will bring in the great last harvest. Let's remember, this is what the Lord showed me this morning when I woke up because I've been filled with the Holy Spirit ever since I saw that video. He has been showing me one thing after the other. I heard about the dead bones, you know, the dead bones in Ezekiel. He can raise up the dead bones of the church, brothers and sisters. He can raise them up and bring them to life. So pray with me for the dead church to be revived. Thank you so much for coming as I share with you my heart, as I share with you what the Lord has shown me. Take it to prayer. Seek the Lord now while he can still be found. And do his work. Shalom. Hey brothers and sisters. Today is the 27th of February, 2018. And over the last couple weeks, the Lord has laid it on my heart to do a video on healing and I believe it's because I've had many health issues uh, in the last five years especially since I started getting dreams and visions this is one way that the enemy likes to attack me and through that I have learned a lot of um, spiritual tactics and principles and the Lord has shown me a lot that has helped me and I just want to share with you uh, what the Lord has shown me. Now, in no way is this uh, the only way to find a healing for yourselves or for your loved ones. 
However, hopefully there's something going to be in this video that might help you and encourage you and you might be able to take these steps and use them um, for your own selves. You know, right now we are seeing the enemy uh, coming after God's children in a mighty way. He has been given his assignments and he is attacking a lot of people, a lot of Christians through their health right now. So it's important that we learn the different steps that need to be taken uh, to combat um, these forces that are coming against us. So it is a battle that we are in right now in the spirit realm. And we have to rise up as children of God and not just let the enemy come and batter us down to the point that we can barely function. But we need to be able to use the spiritual warfare equipment that he has given us. And so that's what I'm going to be bringing you today. So bear with me, this is going to be a long video, and I might mess up here or there, uh, but I'll do my best to explain to you the principles that I feel might help you. Okay, so first I want to talk about miracles. If you go to my website on the Dream Forum, you're going to see uh, underneath um, one of the tabs, is, it says Testimony. And there is a lady named Ariel who put up an incredible testimony of a miracle that happened to her sister-in-law. You know, God is still in the business of doing miracles, everyone. He still does miracles today for His glory. And this was a true miracle. Her sister-in-law was in the hospital, had a heart attack. They did surgery, and during the actual operation, the light of God came in the operating room and the physician testified that he saw that light. During that time, her sister-in-law passed away and then she came back to life and she was, to she was totally healed. So this is a, a real bona fide miracle that is um, you know, recorded in the hospital as well. So I'm giving you the short version. And if you're interested, go and read her. She, she gives um, quite a story about what happened. It's a great, great miracle and a testimony to God's healing power. Okay, then I want, so I'm going to give you some steps that the Lord has shown me. Uh, the first thing I'm going to say is we need to be confessing our sins. Now, it says in John 5, 14, uh, there was a, an invalid, and he got healed by Jesus. And after he was healed, Jesus said to him, You are well again. Stop sinning. Now, why is that important? Well, do you all probably know that when we sin, we open the door to the enemy. This gives the enemy permission to come in and to mess with us and to um, come and oppress us. And sometimes that's through our health. And so it's important that we keep these doors closed because that's one entry that sickness can come in. He can sometimes, sickness can come in through an open door that we open through our own sin. Now I'm going to give you an example personally. Um, I had gone through a very terrible situation in my personal life years ago and I was very bitter and I didn't really know I was bitter but I was and I was sick I kept getting these 
urinary tract infections and all kinds of um, bladder problems and when I would go to the doctor they couldn't figure out what it was I went from one specialist to another specialist uh, the antibiotics didn't work nothing worked at all and then one day I decided to say ask the Lord you know I've been praying for healing praying for healing nothing happened it didn't matter what I did nothing happened and then one day the Lord revealed to me um, through the Holy Spirit about bitterness that I was really bitter and resentful and that's what was causing my sickness and I that was a real eye-opener to me because first of all I didn't know I was so bitter and secondly I did not realize that that could cause me to be sick like that so sure enough once I confessed it and started seeing it it was over a period of time it wasn't right away but over I don't remember I don't know if it's a couple weeks I'm not sure but I started getting better and better and better and soon it completely went away and now it's very interesting when I start having it come back I check myself and I'm like oh here it is yep I've been really bitter I've been angry and bitter about something and when I confess it it goes away so this is just one example of how our sins and a lot of times it's our emotions you know our bitternesses our jealousies our lusts our unforgiveness these kind of things these can be doors to sickness so ask the Holy Spirit to show you if you were battling with some kind of sickness or one of your loved ones is battling with sickness you know have them search themselves and ask the Lord about a sin that might be it's a it's a hidden sin that could be causing this and um, that's one way to find out you know if that's what's causing it alright so I have notes here everyone so bear with me okay so that's the first one is confess our sins uh, when we when we sin we open the door to demonic influences that will attack our weaknesses the second thing I would like to say about that about weaknesses is that the enemy comes and attacks our weakness so wherever you are weak in your body the enemy will come and attack that so one of the scriptures I always I always say dear Lord Jesus be strong in my weaknesses because you don't want the enemy to be strong in your weakness because that's going to make you sick so I say Jesus please make me strong make please be strong in my weakness and that way you're covered with the Lord Jesus alright now I want to talk about how important it is to declare the Word of God out loud and to de declare health over your body so those are two things uh, it, it's very scriptural about that the Word of God can heal you the Word of God can heal you two verses especially is uh, Psalms 107 19 through 20 and these verses will be on my blog I will be writing an article and that will have all these principles in there if you're interested in, in looking at them Psalms 107 says he sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction so God sent out his word to heal them so our, the word of God can heal also in Proverbs 4 20 through 21 it says my son give attention to my words incline my ear to your sayings 
Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. There again it says that the word is health to all their flesh. The word of God can heal. The way that it heals is that we, we use it as our sword. In Ephesians 6, it talks about that the sword is the word of God. And we stand on the word of God. So I'm going to be giving you different scriptures. And then again, I'm, I told you, I'll put it on my blog, that you can stand on when you're sick. You can declare them out loud and stand on them. I don't know if any of you have heard of Derek Prince, but he is my favorite author. And the Lord has used him mightily in my walk with the Lord, especially in my earlier years when I was learning about spiritual warfare and things like that. I have uh, I'm actually got a tab on my website called Books and CDs, and I have some of my favorite books that I have read sometimes over and over again and some CDs on there. And one of them is called God's Word Heals. And that book is uh, talks about the same principle about how God's Word heals. And he had a situation when he was young and he was in the military and he was in the infirmary and very sick. The Lord led him to Proverbs 4. And he started saying that verse every single day. And he took that as his medicine. He's, I think he stopped even taking medicine. And he said he declared the word of God as his medicine. And he declared Proverbs 4, 20 through 21 as his medicine. And uh, he got well. <clears throat> so that's the next principle. All right, let's move on. All right, the next one is to declare the blood. Oh, and be... In terms of declaring the Word of God, I also want to say it's important to declare health over your body. Uh, declare health over whatever part of your body is, is not well. Say it is healthy now by faith. By faith, declare your body healthy. All right, the next one. Also declare the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ over the area of sickness. The next one. Matthew 18, 18 talks about whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you bind, whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. So you can loose the sickness in the name of Jesus Christ by declaring Matthew 18, 18. And loose means to release. Release the sickness. It's a biblical principle. Binding and loosening are biblical principles according to Matthew 18, 18. And I will be doing a, uh, a video on that. Okay, the next one is to anoint with oil. In James 5.14 it says, Is anyone sick? Let him call the elders of the church and pray over them and anoint with oil in the name of the Lord. So we are to use, we can use anointing oil. And for those of you who don't know much about anointing with oil, um, I will at some point, I'll go ahead and do a video on that. But... The Lord has led me to how to consecrate. I use olive oil and I consecrate it to the Lord and pray over it. And then that is uh, holy sanctified oil. And you can use this oil as uh, anointing to anoint yourself and to even anoint your house, your property. Um, 
So when you're sick, you can anoint yourself with that oil. And it's a biblical principle. Okay, another one is I command in the name of Jesus the sickness to leave me. And I always, whenever I do spiritual warfare, brothers and sisters, always use scripture. I always stand on scripture. You know, when Jesus was tempted by the devil, um, how did he respond? You know, when he went into the desert and the wilderness and, and Satan came to him and said he would give him his the world. And Jesus responded every single time. I think it was three different times he responded. It was always with the word of God. That's how we respond in spiritual warfare. So in James 4, 7, it says, if we submit ourselves to God and resist the devil, then he has to flee. So you command the sickness to leave in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, but that's only after you've been submitted to God. Don't do it unless you are submitted to God and you've confessed all your sins because it's not going to work. You have, you have to be submitted to the Lord. And then he will, he, Satan has to leave and you have to command the sickness to leave that's brought, to, that's brought on by the enemy. That's spiritual warfare. So command it to flee in the name of Jesus. And it might not the first time, it might not the second time. But continue to be doing this on a daily basis. Alright, so um, the next thing I want to bring to you is ask the Holy Spirit to show you what the root cause is and what needs to be done. Like I told you in my example about the bladder infections, the Lord showed me that the cause of that was my own sin. And, but that's not always the case. We don't always know what the sickness is. It's not always a spiritual attack. It might be uh, just a health problem that you need um, help for and you need to seek um, attention. And so you need to ask the Holy Spirit to show you what the root cause is and then deal with it that way. All right, everyone. Um, I think that I've covered everything. Oh, the last thing is to always end when you're doing spiritual warfare, always end with thanksgiving and praise. Always. Because once once we try to kick the enemy out, we don't want him to come back in sevenfold. So the way we we do that is by filling ourselves with the Holy Spirit, with with the Lord, with scripture, and by praising and thanking him for what he has done. And sometimes this is a process, and sometimes it's a it's a one-time miracle. The last thing I want to bring you about this is um, if you get an attack of some strange pain somewhere, like all of a sudden your foot really, really hurts, or you've got a pain in your side, or something really out of the ordinary, very, you know, a sudden pain that comes. Uh, if you are a child of God, you're walking with the Lord, then there's a good chance that you've been attacked by a dart of the enemy. And the way that I handle those is I just rebuke it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I tell it to flee and to leave now in the name of Jesus Christ and to go where Jesus Christ commands it to go into the dry places and the pit and never to return. That's how I handle it when, and my husband and I both do this. A lot of times we'll just pray for each other, and it's amazing that it, it goes, it leaves. I mean, those leave immediately. Those sudden attacks, the darts of the enemy, will sometimes leave within five to ten minutes. 
All right, everyone. Well, I just wanted to, like I said, I wanted to share with you all the things that I have been learning about, about health problems. I hope this will help you. Um, please go ahead and check out those three things on my website, uh, the article that I'm going to write right after this, um, the books, if you're interested in Derek Prince, he's got such great principles, on, especially on spiritual warfare, and then the testimony from Ariel, which is on the Dream Forum. Um, those are all really good things that might help as well. And right now, I just want to go ahead and say a prayer for you all. And I'll end with this prayer. Dear Father, dear Lord Jesus, dear Holy Spirit, Lord, I just come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And for anyone who is hearing this video and hearing this voice, if you have been afflicted with any sickness, I say in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be healed. Be healed now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.